You're listening to Following the Way, a podcast devoted to the examination of Scripture and Christ-centered practices to help us live in devotion to the way of Jesus. Hello and welcome. It's so good to be together. We are a podcast that you will find on Apple and on Spotify, and we would encourage you to share if you like what we're doing and to uh, give us a rating. It really does help get the word out. want to talk about um, a passage of scripture and, and look at the beginning of 2 Corinthians. Um, we started doing this Um, in our message on Sunday, this comes from our message, where uh, we were talking about being carriers of God's presence. And we looked at, uh, as part of the message, we looked at 2 Corinthians 4 and how it talks about there, how this light that shone in our hearts, the knowledge of the glory of God that we see in Jesus, that it is this treasure inside of us that is held in jars of clay. It's fragile because we are fragile beings. And it shows us that the surpassing power of this presence, this light that is shone in us is not from us. It's, it's, it doesn't belong to us. It belongs to God and that he's the one that, that holds the power. And there in, in that passage in 2 Corinthians 4, uh, it talks about, and this is what we looked at, that this life of Jesus is manifested in our bodies and that it's being manifested through us. And it's this incredible picture of the presence of God being in us, being manifested through us as his followers. But it also talks there about how, uh, and, and, and right alongside this life of Jesus being manifested in us and through us, it says there that we are always carrying around in the body the death of Jesus. Paul says he was always being given over to death. And it, it sounds rather morbid, if you will. And so I want to I unpack this a little bit and I want to uh, go a little bit deeper into this, maybe a little bit deeper than uh, we would have time for uh, or we did have time for in the message. But I want to I want to unpack this uh, idea, this truth of Jesus being alive in us. And how do we understand the spirit of Jesus being manifested in us and through us and carrying around in us his death? And so Paul begins 2 Corinthians speaking a lot about affliction, a lot, um, he, he opens uh, the letter up to the Corinthians talking about it. And, and he's talking about the need for comfort so that they can in turn comfort others. They need the comfort of God. And, and he talks uh, in, in chapter one about how they were utterly burdened beyond their strength that to the point that they even despaired of life itself. Like they just wanted to die. He says in verse 5, For as we share abundantly in Christ's suffering, so through Christ we shall share abundantly in comfort too. Or another way of reading that is, For as the sufferings of Christ abound for us, so also our comfort abounds through Christ. What an incredible picture. And so Paul says this was to make us rely not on ourselves, but on God who raises the dead. He says that in verse 9 of 2 Corinthians 1. And what he's saying there is 
there's he didn't believe there's any limit to what God can do in horrible situations in in what they were experiencing and the affliction that they were experiencing they believed that God could deliver us he, he says that he he actually says that that God delivered them from this deadly peril and he says we have our hope set that he will deliver us again that what we're going through it, we will be delivered and in all this affliction and suffering for Christ that they were going through, and that's an important distinction, this does not include all suffering. This is not just a wide brush about all suffering that people face. This is specifically talking about affliction and suffering in following and living the way of Jesus and the hardship that can come from that. But in that, there is an encounter with the comfort of God and the life-giving power of Jesus, that when you are in the midst of this affliction and in this suffering, there is this acute awareness of the presence and the comfort of God. Now, will God bring us to this in our lives? And if I'm honest, no, I hope not. I, I, I don't want to know this. I, I, I cannot read this and go, I have, I identify completely with what Paul was going through and what, what, they were experiencing, I haven't. And for the most part, we haven't. And and the, the truth is that I much prefer comfort and security. And I also know how dangerous that can be for my soul because we need to be on guard against apathy, against complacency, against pride, against entitlement, against all the things that we can easily slip into and fall into when Life is going well. And I I want to have what Paul had. Regardless of where I'm at in my life, I want to have what Paul had. And he says there, it's the testimony of my conscience. It's behavior that's led by the grace of God. He says that in verse 12 of 2 Corinthians 1. And so he he goes on and he and he talks. Leading up to Second Corinthians four, he's talking about the experiences they've had, and 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 really he comes to this carrying the presence of God in them. And so I wanna I wanna give us some perspective on that, uh, on, on carrying the presence of God in us that we see from these first few chapters. And the first uh, point that I just want to highlight is that some will be drawn to it, while others will be repelled. It, it, he says this in 2 Corinthians 2 verses 14 to 17. He says that those who are receptive to Christ will smell the aroma of life on us, but those who are resistant will claim the exact opposite, will actually have the smell of death to them. And, and when you read that, those are polar opposite responses to the same presence. So, we shouldn't be surprised when we're attacked, misunderstood, or viciously maligned even for standing for truth because there will be those that oppose it, but there will also be those who will be drawn to it. The second thing that we need to see here for perspective is this is all about others. 
Paul speaks of the sufficiency that comes from God in their ministry. Right from the beginning of 2 Corinthians, Paul is focused on the needs of others, wanting to comfort others, wanting to see the life of Christ at work in others. Being carriers of God's presence is about serving and reaching out to others. And so what do we have? How do we get a vision, an intention and means, that VIM acronym, how do we get that for for this in our lives? How do we get that growing in our lives? This that, that our lives are about others and carrying the presence of God in us and it flowing through us is about ministry to others. The third thing for perspective here that's so helpful is that prayer is key. Right at the beginning in 2 Corinthians 1, Paul asks for prayer. He says, you also must help us by prayer so that many will give thanks on our behalf for the blessing granted us through the prayers of many. Paul's asking that others would be reached and impacted by them. And Paul hopes for the prayers of many. He's asking for the prayers of many. We, we, and, and so when I read this, and it's so helpful for us to get this perspective, we cannot think we will accomplish anything of significance apart from prayer. We need to have prayer at the forefront. Prayer to sustain us, prayer to guard us, and prayer to enable us is of the utmost importance. Sustaining us, guarding us, enabling us. And so, again, the question that I want to put forth for, for all of us listening is how do we develop and cultivate a culture of prayer amongst us? How do we increase that? How does that grow? And part of it is simply commitment. Part of it is making a point of coming to prayer together and making sure that it's, it's intentional, again, in our lives, that we have intention and we're seeing that there's the means to it of it growing in our lives. So, I hope that that's helpful. That was helpful for me as I I began to look at the beginning of 2 Corinthians 4 and to give some context and a bit of a wider understanding of what Paul is talking about when he's talking about carrying this, the death of Jesus in us and, and, and always being given over to death, which again, it does sound morbid, but that He's talking about how the the work of God bringing him more and more and more into the life of Christ. There's this, this paradox at work in that. And so that was helpful for me because God is so faithful to having us look to eternity. And that's where Paul goes. That's where Paul goes right at the end of 2 Corinthians 4. He says, because of this, we don't lose heart. We, we are being renewed day by day in our inner man, in our inner spirit. And we're looking not to the things that we see in the natural, but we're looking to the things that are unseen. We're looking to the things of eternity that God has promised for those who love him. And the truth is, and the hope and the glory of all of this is that Jesus is alive in us. And so, Father, we want to pray right now. We want to come before you and we want to just, again, ask you 
and 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 beseech you that you would help us to be carriers of your presence. We recognize that there's many things inside of us that need to change. There's many things inside of us that you are working on to help us to become more like your son. And we want to submit to that. And we want to ask you, Holy Spirit, that you would help us. Thank you so much, Jesus, for what you're doing inside of us. I want to bless you as you go forth, and we will see you again. Amen.